0: Welcome! Ice Cream and Dr. Land. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket sized episode about research that makes people laugh than think. If you like what you're hearing today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, amidst hunkering hordes of scientists and engineers and students, all of them hungry for knowledge and ice cream, a cozy ice cream store called Toscanini's Ice Cream is in some ways the center of it all. Here are some flash-frozen bits of history from Toscanini's ice cream techno-sociologist Gus Rancatori. Polaroid. Polaroid pictures, which maybe people below a certain age have never encountered. So what's a Polaroid picture, first of all?
1: Polaroid was photography, color photography, eventually, that you could access within 60 seconds. I could point a camera at you and click a button, and within 60 seconds, I would have what is now known as a hard copy of your image.
0: Before the days of electronic cameras, that was something that was To many people, yeah, near miraculous. Edward Land had the company that was really the great pioneer in that.
1: Dr. Land, he was always called Dr. Land, or Edwin Edwin Land, I think, was the Stephen Jobs of his time. He was a celebrity engineer and inventor. He seemed to have aesthetic impulses that were surprising.
0: His company was right down the street from uh, Toscanini's Ice Cream.
1: Polaroid was almost everywhere in Massachusetts, but their headquarters was halfway between Toscanini's and Kendall Square, Cambridge. When we started, the people from Polaroid were a very important part of our daytime business. Dr. Land was probably our first celebrity customer. He was recognizable to many people. People at the store knew who he was, even if they didn't know much about photography. There was a Polaroid gallery across the street from Toscanini's, which was a wonderful place to see photographic images made with Polaroid products by um, very famous photographers and not so famous photographers. For the first several years when Toscanini's was open, if there was nothing going on, I might leave the building and wander down the street and go look at images by Ansel Adams of Paul Camp and Negro. You could see amazing things in a nondescript storefront that I think is now being turned into some engineering project at MIT.
0: Do you remember the first time Dr. Land came into the store?
1: People know that I'm very bad at remembering names, very good at remembering faces. Land was the sort of guy who I'd seen in newspapers and magazines and TV's. He showed up, I knew who he was right away. If Stephen Jobs dressed down, Land dressed somewhat formally. He often wore a heavy top coat or a heavy raincoat. He looked a little like the protagonist of a TV series that came many years later called The Equalizer. But I don't think there was any of that righteous vigilante behavior associated with him. But you could certainly recognize Dr. Lamb when he came in the building if you read the business pages of any newspaper. And he showed up. Usually he was accompanied by one or two people. Over time, the number of people who were accompanying seemed to grow a little. As the years passed, he liked to drive. He insisted on driving. And um, Polaroid's security team couldn't get him to stop driving. But what they did was they hemmed him in or boxed him in with cars that they were driving. So if he was going to hit anybody, he was probably going to hit another Polaroid car, another Polaroid employee. Hmm. But that's a kind of an eccentric story. I mean, he was not a dithering.
0: Yeah, that story is from when he got very old.
1: Yeah, he was not Mr. Magoo. He was a very alert, very measured man. One day, Dr. Land came in, and he was being waited on by an employee who recognized him but didn't know how to respond. The employee said, you work for Polaroid, don't you? And Land was taken aback, but after a moment, he said, yes, I work for Polaroid. I mean, in most ways, he was Polaroid. He was Polaroid employee number one. He was the biggest owner. He was the guy everyone thought made every camera and every package of film.
0: Also every uh Polaroid pair of sunglasses. Yep. Did you remember anything about his ice cream habits or his habits as an ice cream? The only thing I remember customer? was
1: that he he had kind of very moderate habits and he sort of looked like a moderate man. A man who was moderate in his daily habits. He you know got a small ice cream cone. He wasn't famous for either always getting an interesting flavor, or always getting the newest flavor. He came in got a somewhat basic ice cream flavor and went back to work.
0: A tidy eater on a hot day when it was melting? Yes. There were
1: people who you, couldn't, you might not say that about. There were certainly people who had a hard time negotiating those melting ice cream cones.
0: Do you notice uh, over the years anything about engineers in general as ice cream eaters that would mark them as engineers? Especially on on hot days when things are melting, people sometimes behave in a different way when they're eating ice cream.
1: Sure. They try and make very rational decisions about how they're going to consume the ice cream. Start at the bottom. Sure.
0: You've been listening, if you've been listening to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research podcast. You are mesmerized, or you're not. You would be the best judge of that. The podcast is a quasi-kinda-sorta-secret outgrowth of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. I inveigle you to subscribe to the magazine and buy some back issues. Also, get some details about the 2020 Ig Nobel Prize ceremony and how we're coping with the copious constraints of the COVID-19 pandemic. And some details about how you can help via our patreon all this at our website improbable.com it's possible that seth Glixman is the improbable production assistant next time on this podcast we'll look at something or other that's something or other until then
1: goodbye goodbye <laughs> <laughs>